0: Hey, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. Social skills for dummies It's the host of the podcast, Dallas, and I'm excited to bring you. I think today is day eight, day nine. It's, it's been a lot of days. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's day eight just to be just to be safe. I don't know. But one thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is just a, a real simple tip that you can apply to kind of revolutionize your social skills. And I learned this tip a while back in a different context. And so I want to bring you that context before I tell you what the tip is, okay? Uh, <laughs> why did I say that like that? I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> um, Man, I, you know, when I was working at the Target on the night shift, I used to work at Target on the night shift. You know, I used to work, I think it first started at noon, and they switched the shift to like 4 a.m. And so I had to wake up at like 3.30 a.m. And it was back in Maryland. And so it'd be freezing cold sometimes, 20 degrees. And I'd run there and then it, like, I would get out the house. It was like 1.3 miles up the road. I would get out of the house and I would sprint all the way there because it was so so cold some nights. I used to get up and put on, like, a thermal, you know, a t shirt, uh, a hoodie, and a jacket, um, and it had, like, long johns and double socks. And I used to wear boots and I used to jog all the way there in the night just because the freeze felt like it was stabbing me, like it was cold. It was crazy cold. It was cold in the building, too. But I was working in the target night shift. I started there probably like 19 years old. Now I was probably 20, 21, 20 or something like that. And I remember, you know, since I had dropped out of school and like I didn't have a future and things like that, <laughs> allegedly, you know, um, you know, uh, which, you know, they're right so far. But the story's far from finished, man. Um. One of the things I used to do was like, man, I want to get a, I want to get my education with my time here. And so like, they used to say no headphones, but I used to put on my headphones and I used to listen to like the marketing secrets podcast, marketing podcasts from Russell Brunson. I used to listen to Ty Lopez, Frank Kern, all these marketing podcasts. We just learn and learn and learn. And it, it was the middle of the night. So we'd be in the store and the lights would be dim. And I would dodge between aisles when the supervisor was coming. I turned my head out, had my hoodie up, whatever it took and to learn. And so I was learning from Russell Brunson at the same time, trying to build a personal brand online. And a lot of the, you know, the tech tactics and strategies I followed, you know, from building a personal brand failed and it failed and failed and failed and failed. I talked about the story on this podcast a lot, like innumerable amounts of time for years. It failed for years. It failed. It failed all the way up until now. Like I've, ne- I've made sales online. You know what I mean? I've made big sales online, but I never had a successful business, which is something completely different, you know, or 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 continuity with the entire thing like uh, consistency is the word with the entire endeavor and so you know it's been a long hard road for me um, cry for me cry for me whatever you want to do it doesn't matter um, you know but it's been a long hard road and I remember just trying over and over and over and over and over again like in, you know um, to be you know a personal brand in the face of a personal brand um, you know it wasn't till 2022 where you know I kind of just veered away from that path and started focusing on how I can build a personal brand in the music industry instead of like an online course business. Um, and I remember that hit like like that, that change in, in path, that changed trajectory hit because, you know, of everything I talk about in previous episodes, you know, just realizing my relationship to the business as it was. You know, I had a lot of experiences in my life that had woke me up from the haze that I was living under. You know the haze of I need to get to the end of the rainbow. I need to survive. That was produced in me from the childhood that I was raised from. You know I was I was I was in a, almost a survivalistic, animalistic state where I was just tearing through the wilderness, just trying to find a way out. Um, and when I stopped, took a breath, and look around me, my perspective on and my, not only my for a second, my identity on a lot of things changed. Uh, and I remember looking at a lot of the business things that I was I was uh, actually like the business endeavors that I actually launched, and like they looked like you know. You know, like like how warfare and the Stone Ages must have looked like sticks and stones. Like it looked very crude and like elementary the way I had set everything up. You know, the way I appeared on camera, uh, not only visually, but vocally, you know, the way I told stories and put stories together, like it all oozed, you know, slime. You know, it, it, it sucked first off, but it oozed slime. You know, and I tell you over and over and on the podcast, like when you're in t- intent on or your desire for an outcome is too great. You know, it freezes you up. You know, you have to have an intent on going somewhere, but a, a freedom from the outcome of it, you know? And so you're just going, you're going, you're not too worried about what happens. You're just doing it to the best of your ability. But you could tell from a lot of the videos and the things that I posted, like I was very... Constrained, like I was constricted. You know, I was I was completely jammed up in the suite of options mentally that I could present to people, like, uh, you know, that I, I use in presentations uh, and videos and the content I was produced that was constrained because of it. It was all like constricted, like, and so I came off very stiff and very slimy and very weird uh, in all my content and all my videos. Um, one of the biggest things they say if you want to build a personal brand, like, like one of the biggest things. In the expert secrets book, which is all about being the person that runs a personal brand, that I remember looking over after the fact and kind of like almost like it appeared out of nowhere, like I never really seen it before. Is they say, you know, uh, a personal owner of a personal brand has to be exciting. You know, they have to be prolific in mind and be exe- have excessive inventiveness. And that's kind of one of the I wanted to narrow down on this episode. Um, you know. First off, the traumas and your dependence on the outcome is, is constricting and constraining you. And it's making you to a person that, you know, um, test, 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 test. OK, it's making you to a person that, you know, you don't have a great suite of options when you pre- when you present, when you converse with people, um, when you, you know, you're there, you're telling jokes, you're telling stories like it doesn't hit to full effect, because your mind is not on the ball. Your mind is somewhere else in the distant future. Your mind is making projections. Your mind is doing mathematics and running logistics instead of being there present in the moment. That's the only way you can make things that truly hit in the moment. But another thing is that we, uh, you know, I almost felt like for a little bit, I didn't have to make this episode, but observing a lot of the people around me, um, just in general world, in the general world, like our brain, the way it works, it casts illusions. Our brain wants to make, the greatest outcome with the least effort spent and so we take a lot of shortcuts um to get a result with very little effort but that's not the best result that we could get and so as an you know as a you know like i say it casts illusions in a way that it almost makes the options that are high effort or seemingly high effort even just a little extra effort you know um they make, they make those options seem like they're like on a video game, like they're like uh, like they're behind like a locked wall or something like that. They're blacked out. You can't access those options. It makes it seem like those options are completely ludicrous, but they, they don't exist at all. And so our brain like drives on like almost a track, like a railway every single day, picking all the common decisions because that reserves most of our energy. You know, we think we're still somewhere in the wilderness or something like that. And so we have to conserve energy um, to the things that really matter, like survival, flight or flight. And so, you know, we end up, you know, using cliches most of like most of us we talk in cliches entirely. You know, the things that we say to people, people've heard a thousand times. You know, you go to the grocery store, you say, Oh, can I get a bag? They say, Oh, I got one at home. You know, um, you know, uh they say, Okay, your total is nineteen seventy six. They say, Oh, that was a good year. You know, it was like, um, oh, like, I'm taking a shower. Oh, without me though, like You know, uh, cliches, you know, um, the same old regurgitated content and quotes and jokes. You know, I think subconsciously it's a signifier of a mind that's very asleep, a mind that defaults, a mind that's not active and inventive and and really perceiving and moving through life in a way that has novelty to it. And I think, you know, uh, I think it's evidence that that's probably one of the most unattractive features in a person. Is when they're really not here with you, you know. Everybody knows the feeling, but no one actually makes sure they're not promoting the feeling within others, you know, in their life. You know, you know the feeling of when your parents or someone in the room is there and they're talking and they're saying words, but they're not really there. They're not really hearing with you. They're not really interfacing with you. There's no presence to the conversation. That's one of the biggest signifiers of. If somebody doesn't already know that you're not present and it's just uh, inherently unattractive because of that reason. And so what I offer in this episode is that's one of the things that you really have to practice as it makes sure as it it makes the audience like a character, you know, behind a personal brand, excessive inventiveness, you know, uh, a great inventiveness, prolificness in his ideas, and his conversation, the way that they interface with the world, um, you know, same way it makes people like you in that environment, it makes people love you in general. You know, it, it, it is a signifier that you're of a greater quality of mind. You're of a greater quality of presence. You're of a greater quality of conversation. You're cut from a different cloth. One of the most important things is You have to be inventive. Now, I made an old episode as well, how to tell jokes or something like that. Go and listen to that for reference of what I'm talking about. But of course, all the jokes that you tell will have the same base. They have to have some type of familiarity, but everything, you have to twist it for the moment. You have to put your own cherry on top. You have to make life new. Every day, every moment, don't take it for granted. Make it brand new and make it brand new for other people. Make it have novelty so these are the moments that people remember because they never seen them before. That's really what I have to say in this episode. I appreciate you so much for listening. Um Yeah, man. That's crazy important. The next time you find yourself saying something that's a cliche or something that people that already heard are, you know, think about what you should have said. Think about what you really meant to say, because you're not those other people. And so the fact that you said what they said is a signifier that you're even, you know, uh letting who you are, your own unique identity, fall to the wayside in exchange for comfort. And that's never the right way to go. So Make sure you are who you are. and You show up that way every single day. But I don't have too much time left. This is Dallas. This is Social Skills for Dummies. Man, I have a new program coming out July 21st. Okay? July 21st at www.socialskillsfordummies.com. If you're interested in that program, it's the 10 keys to social transformation. It'll absolutely transform your social skills by doing less because you have to remove the things that are stopping you from being that way in the first place instead of becoming that way. Uh, it's an entirely different process than anything you ever tried. So 10 Keys to Social Mastery, skills for Um Thank you so much for listening. Rate this podcast. Review this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. A lot of you have been listening lately, and I appreciate it. So let's just continue that, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. Summertime, man. It's time to learn the things that I'm teaching. This could be like it is for me and many others, the best year of your life. I remember one time I was coming up the elevator in my apartment and I was, it was right after my seven year anniversary and I was dead broke. And a dude, he opened the envelope in the mail and he started going crazy. It was the best day of his life. Probably one of the best lessons of his life. And for me, it was one of the most horrible And you know, it turned out that year was one of the best years of my life overall. But what changed it was a series of, uh, Concentrated efforts in the right direction. And it could be that same way for you. Members in my life that were up in my life because of the skills I learned here, that could be the same for you. Everything can change today. So, July 21st, man, www.socialskillsfordummies.com. Other than that, I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you.